Welcome back to the Winnipeg Foundation's Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and I am now joined by Angela Chotka. She is the program manager for Red River College's Rising Hope Baking Program, which we'll learn a little bit more about today. Angela, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Robert. So first of all, um, for listeners who aren't familiar with the college's Rising Hope program, give us a little bit of an overview about the program and what it is. Our Rising Hope Bakery program was something new for the college. We wanted to really figure out um, how colleges can partner with other organizations and create some success for students that don't always experience a lot of success in post-secondary. So these are people that are often on a recovery journey, have experienced multiple barriers to their learning and education. And working right in a college setting wouldn't necessarily work for them. And maybe there's other supports that they need to be successful. So we, we started with a, an idea about, you know, we think we can do this. It's a question of how. And we started looking into what we could design. And um, we are, I'm really proud to say that we had uh, four people graduate with honors just yesterday from our professional baking and patisserie certificate program. That's fantastic. So you alluded to this a little bit, but how did the idea for the program come about? Like the idea to create this program where there would be partnerships with organizations? Well, Red River College has a strong history of uh, partnering for the common good or, or for the good of communities. And we, our exchange campus, for instance, is, is very close to uh, Main Street Project, which is who one of our key partners was for this particular project. And we knew there were a lot of people that wouldn't necessarily find their way to our regular setting. And education is changing. There's a portability now and a flexibility that students are requiring from uh, colleges or post-secondary. And uh, we just decided that we were going to see what we could do in that space and, and, uh, and figure it out. And so with a great partnership with Main Street Project. We used their boardroom as our classroom uh, for um, the better part of the project. And then we shared space with their essentials market downstairs. Uh, so it was education right in community. So it was people coming into into access their services or, or use their food bank and so on that would see people just like them that were making their way through this college program. So it's pretty wonderful that this program was designed from the get-go to work together in collaboration with, uh, with different organizations in Winnipeg. And then COVID-19 happened. How did that impact the, the Rising Hope program? What were, how, did you, how did you adjust to accommodate that? Well, one of the things that we learned pretty early on, actually, is that the people that were in our program um, could probably teach a lot of us um, about adaptability and resilience. Um, there's a, um, a strength and um, an ability to just adjust that is absolutely remarkable. So they were in their practicum uh, component of the program already, so meaning that they had finished uh, all of the lab and coursework required for the professional baking and patisserie certificate program, and uh, we're now on the work experience part of it. And uh, we were partway through that when COVID hit, and we adjusted to um, 
an interesting remote um, experience to finish up. So we uh, packaged up some supplies uh, from our bakery and uh, they had regular baking assignments uh, that they were doing in their homes. And, uh, and then we used the employer evaluation as essentially our framework for learning and assessment and, and uh, finished it up from home. So I think in, um, in true uh, learning style, we all just adjusted to the circumstances and, and, uh, and created a really good uh, learning environment. That's awesome. And it's got to be really gratifying to know that, you know, that, that last component of your program uh, is something that's, that's helping so many people, you know, as much as the circumstances are unprecedented, you know, that's got to be a, a rewarding feeling for people taking part. It's rewarding for us, of course, but it's, um, I think one of the things that, you know, we most um, see is, is the impact that it has for the people around um, our students or our graduates now. Um, you know, they adjusted to uh, being able to do the the rest of the practicum remotely. So their technology skills are incredible. They, you know, th they were able to use that really easily. Again, showing us just I think the versatility and and resilience that they that they have, but it was the people around them that also saw. Oh, wait a minute! They're still learning this way. They're still doing. Um, you know, they're still continuing to work on their program and 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 do this work uh, really successfully and really effectively. At the graduation yesterday, um, the participants or the students had family members with them, and while. Yes, of course, we're all really proud of the students and, and really proud of, of being able to um, make this kind of a, a difference in our community. Seeing the effect that it had on their, you know, young children and families and, and some of their supporters, that's really, uh, that was really powerful for all of us. Having now graduated the program, where do some of the graduates see themselves? How has it kind of resonated with them? Yeah, the graduates are, um, I think, just like any other group of graduates, you'd see there's some of them that want to start their own business. There's some of them that, you know, want to get a regular job and so on. And they're working in various ways to make that happen. So, you know, one is particularly interested in um, starting a business and doing it with a food truck. And so she's, you know, kind of going down that road of figuring out what that could look like. And others are still involved with places where they started their practicums and uh, doing some uh, brush up work there and so on. So, yeah, they're they're. I mean, it's a strange time for anyone in lots of ways to graduate. I think, you know, we're, everyone's been disrupted, but there's a ton of support um, around these people. And I mean, the college in general is a community that really supports its graduates. And yeah, we're feeling really positive. And so are they about the graduates, about uh, what this is going to mean for them. Anecdotally, having been so involved with the program, what is one of the most, maybe the biggest or the most positive impact that you've seen from the overall program or the ways in which participants were able to build their, their skills? Well, that's a very hard thing to answer because there's just been so many positives. I think um, 
one of the ones for me would be creating some space that was safe and consistent for people to just figure some things out and be able to be themselves, be able to fail and, um, and, and be able to just start again like we all do when we learn. That's an essential part of learning. I think seeing the results over time of what that's meant for people has just been unbelievably inspiring. As people gained more confidence and gained more skills, it impacted their lives in so many ways. And just creating those conditions for people to experience that success has meant incredible, um, just incredible things in, the, in their lives with their families, um, in their communities. Uh, it's, it's just been really, really inspiring. There's been really, really remarkable growth and transformation in all of the, all of the uh, students and with their children and yeah, things that are just the kinds of things that you really hope to see. That's wonderful. So what's, um, what's next for the Rising Hope program? Yeah, certainly uh, continuing is our hope. And, you know, we've, we've had a really strong demonstration of how we can be successful um, in this way. And, and uh, as I said, being portable and, and partnering with different community partners. And uh, so, yes, we're in the process right now of evaluating and uh, doing some work to see what we've, what we've really learned. There's been a lot of learning for everybody involved in, uh, in this project. That's why it was a pilot. And now we're into evaluation and really sorting through a lot of that learning and figuring out um, what and how we um, move next. Before we go, is there anything else you'd like to add about the Rising Hope program? I think for me, uh, one of the things that was really clear was that this wasn't about ability, you know, it was everyone, these people are all talented, intelligent, creative, amazing people. And they just needed um, a bit of space and some support to unpack some of the things that life has handed them and have some things to help them um, create uh, a bit of a different path. And one of the things that we hear about a lot in recovery is that, um, you know, people move to a certain place in the recovery, but then they're surrounded by, by the same conditions and don't necessarily have different skills or new skills. And so it's really hard to maintain that recovery. And what we've seen is that over the time um, that's allowed people, you know, to explore and, and experience all sorts of different things, um, they're just in a really different place than, than they were a year and a half ago. The enthusiasm and the smiles, the deep, deep smiles and laughter that, uh, that we see now is, is incredibly inspiring. Well, thank you so much, Angela, for speaking with me today and sharing the stories of, of the Rising Hope program. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Robert. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org.